ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه اما بعد يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله واحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر امور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم اما بعد يا عباد الله we cannot afford to miss out on the benefit of ramadan قال الله سبحانه وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا كتب عليكم الصيام كما كتب على الذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says O you who believe fasting has been prescribed and written made obligatory upon you as it was made obligatory upon those who came before you so that perhaps you attain piety so that perhaps you will attain piety and become of those who are pious ibadullah taqwa is essential for everyone who desires to go to the jannah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says inna lil muttaqina mafaza that verily to those who have taqwa there will be a great reward that reward meaning the jannah so the jannah is for those who fear allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and by way of fasting one will be able to attain taqwa and having fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but one realizes this he realizes that we cannot afford to miss out from the benefit of Ramadan because it is that which will acclimate us it is that which will train us it is that which will allow us to attain piety to attain taqwa wa an abi huraira radiyallahu ta'ala anhu أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال الصيام جنة that verily the fasting or that the fasting it is a shield 
It is a shield and it is a protection. Who is it from amongst us except that we need a shield? Who is it who is hearing my voice except that we are in need of a shield, a protection? A protection from the fire. A protection from those things that are haram. Who is it except that they need this protection? And the fasting is a protection. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, مَنْ صَامَ الرَّمَضَانِ إِيمَانًا وَاحْتِسَابًا غُفِرَ لَهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَنْبِهِ The Prophet Sallallahu he said what means, and whoever fasts Ramadan out of Iman and anticipating the reward, then he will have his previous sins forgiven. Who is it except that we need our previous sins forgiven? Who from amongst us except that we need our previous sins forgiven? With this being the case, we realize, we understand, we cannot afford to miss out on the benefit of Ramadan. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, going back to the first hadith which we mentioned, As-Siyam Jannah, that fasting, it is a protection. فَلَا يَرْفُثْ وَلَا يَجْهَلْ so therefore, do not act in an obscene manner and do not act in an ignorant manner. While fasting, do not act ignorantly. Do not act in ways that are not befitting. Do not act in ways that are obscene. But rather, we are to have the best behavior while we're fasting. We are to have the best behavior while we are fasting. We are not to act ignorantly and the like. The Prophet ﷺ, he goes on and he says, وَإِنْ إِمْرُؤٌ قَاتَلَهُ أَوْ شَاتَمَهُ فَلْيَقُلْ إِنِّي صَائِمٌ مَرَّتَيْنِ And if a person were to fight with him and to quarrel with him and were to curse him and verbally abuse him, then you must say to them, Verily I am fasting twice. Then you must say to them, Verily I am fasting twice. وَالَّذِي نَفْسِي بِيَدِهِ وَخُلُوفُ فَمِ الصَّائِمِ أَطْيَبُ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى مِنْ رِيحِ الْمِسْكِ And by the one who my soul is in his hands, the smell that emanates from the mouth of the one who is fasting, that change in odor that his breath will undertake due to his fasting, the smell of the breath, it is more sweeter to Allah than the smell of misk. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says in Hadith Qudsi, يَتْرُكُ طَعَامَهُ وَشَرَابَهُ وَشَهْوَتَهُ مِنْ أَجْلِي الصِّيَامُ لِي وَأَنَا أَجْزِي بِهِ وَالْحَسَنَاتُ بِعَشْرِ أَمْثَالِهَا That verily He has left off His food and His drink and His desires for me. The fasting is for me and I will reward it. The fasting is for me and I will reward it. The reward that comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And verily the good deeds are multiplied tenfold. Verily the good deeds they are multiplied tenfold. Who is it except that we need this multiplication of our deeds? Who is it except that we need to be rewarded from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Who is it except that we need to perform a deed, that deed of fasting, which is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Wherein the individual, he leaves off his food, he leaves off his drink, he leaves off his desires for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Verily we need fasting. We have to be thankful, we have to be mindful. We have to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for blessing us. 
and giving us the opportunity to benefit from another Ramadan. Because there are individuals who have been prevented from benefiting in the month of Ramadan by way of fasting. So it is a must that we realize this reality and we acknowledge the bounty that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon us. There are individuals who are perpetually sick and due to a sickness they are not able to fast in the month of Ramadan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for those of us who have health, He has made it so that we are able to fast in the month of Ramadan. There are those who they are not practicing of their religion. So when Ramadan comes, they do not reap the reward of Ramadan. Because there are those who are not serious and nor do they have a concern for practicing their religion. So thus they have been prevented from benefiting in Ramadan. The door has been closed for them for being able to having all of their previous sins forgiven by fasting Ramadan out of Iman wa By fasting Ramadan out of Iman and out of anticipation of the reward. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us. Those of us who are trying and striving to practice their religion, to be able to benefit from fasting the month of Ramadan, to be able to benefit and to be eligible of having our previous sins forgiven, to be of those who the fasting for them is a protection from the fire, to be of those who will be rewarded from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for their fasting. There are those who have been prevented from the fasting because they are in a state of kufr, because they are kufar. And if the kafir, he fasts, his fast does not count, he does not benefit from anything that he does from righteousness, from good deeds. And Allah Ta'ala, he has guided us to the deen of Islam. So we are eligible to reap the rewards and benefit from the fasting and the righteous good deeds. This is a bounty that we have to be mindful of. This is a bounty that we have to remember. This is a bounty that we have to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for allowing us it. So therefore, while fasting, we cannot be of those who act in an obscene manner, nor of those who act in an ignorant manner, as this will decrease the reward of the fasting, as this will diminish the reward of the fasting. So we have to be of those who safeguard their fast by acting in ways that are appropriate, by doing that which is right, by speaking words that are good, by calling to good, forbidding the evil, reading the Qur'an. We have to stay away from backbiting. We have to stay away from gossiping. We have to stay away from lying. We have to stay away from verbally abusing people. We have to stay away from argumentation and being quarrelsome and the like. We have to stay away from all of these things while fasting. Just as we have to stay away from these things when we're not fasting. But more so when we are fasting, we ought to stay away from these things. We have to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He has given us this opportunity. He has bestowed upon us His bounty. عن أبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا دخل شهر رمضان فتحت أبواب السماء وغلقت أبواب جهنم وصلصلة الشياطين The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said in his hadith Narrated on the authority of Abu Huraira رضي الله تعالى عنه That when the month of Ramadan comes when the month of Ramadan comes, the doors of the heavens are opened. The doors of the heavens are opened. And there's not a single door from the doors of the heaven. There's not a single door from the doors of the heaven that is shut in the month of Ramadan. All of the doors of the heavens, all of the doors of Jannah, they are opened in Ramadan. Likewise, the Prophet ﷺ, he said, and 
all of the doors to the hellfire, to the Jahannam, they are closed in the month of Ramadan. The ulama they explain that this is an indication to us that that which is done in Ramadan from fasting, from the prayer, from the reading of the Qur'an, from increasing in dhikr, from increasing in giving charity, so on and so forth, from the righteous good deeds that we strive to excel in, in Ramadan, all of these are ways that lead to the Jannah. And all of these are ways that lead away from the hellfire. These are things that don't lead and end in taking a person to the fire. But these are ways and things that end up and result in leading a person to the Jannah. So it is a must when we understand this reality, we realize that we cannot afford to miss out on benefiting from the month of Ramadan. A month where all of the doors of the Jannah, they are open. A month when all of the doors of the hellfire, they are closed. All of the doors of the hellfire, they are closed. There's not a single one that is opened. There's not a single one that is open in this month. And then the Prophet ﷺ, he said what means, and the shayateen, they are chained up. The shayateen, they are chained, they are bound and shackled. They are chained up, bound and shackled. وفي حديث قدسي قال الله تعالى كل عمل من آدم له إلا الصيام فإنه لي وأنا أجزي به الله تعالى he says in his hadith قدسي that all of the actions of the son of Adam are for him except for fasting it is for me and verily I will reward him for it and verily I will reward him for it وقال في آخره and then he said at the end of it, For the one who fasts, he has two times where he is extremely happy. He has two times where he is made extremely happy. When he breaks his fast, upon breaking the fast at the time of iftar, he becomes happy for breaking his fast. وَإِذَا لَقِيَ رَبَّهُ فَرِحَ بِصَوْمِهِ And when he meets his Lord, he is, he is happy because he fasted. When he meets his Lord, he is happy because he fasted. This is the reality. Exact. As we are fasting in these long hot days of the summertime, and that thirst comes to us and that hunger comes to us, and we strive and we persist, Know that when you meet your Lord, you'll be extremely happy. You will be extremely happy for those days that you fasted therein. We will be extremely happy for those days that we fasted therein. Who is it from amongst us who can afford to be deprived from these two happiness? Who is it from amongst us who can afford to be deprived from these two happinesses? All of us, we need these two things that will bring extreme happy happiness. It is a must, it is important that we take full advantage of this month of Ramadan, that we increase in doing good, that we increase in our recitation of the Qur'an, we increase in our voluntary prayers, we are steady upon our obligatory prayers, we increase in giving charity and spending feasts of being alive, we increase in calling to good and forbidding the evil. We increase in making dhikr. 
and supplicating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We increase in all of the roles that are good. We increase in doing good and treating our parents in the most excellent of manners. We increase in extending of hand of help to our fellow man and to the Muslims. We increase in striving to feed the poor in the month of Ramadan. We increase in all of the ways that are good in the month of Ramadan. We have to increase, we have to take full advantage, reap the reward of the month of Ramadan. We have to be of those who are steady upon our night prayers, steady upon the taraweeh from the beginning to the end, from when we get there until the Imam finishes, not wanting to sit down, not wanting to take a rest and the like, because those raka'at that we just Decided we want to sit down and skip We will be regretful of that We will be saddened about that We will wish that we had reaped advantage As much as we possibly can We meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So let us now while we are alive take advantage Let us now reap The full advantage As much as possible as we possibly can Because we cannot Afford to miss out On benefiting from Ramadan Hada أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم فاستغفروا فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وبعد So as to show us Ramadan is tremendous Beyond that which we may have understand Beyond that from which we may comprehend currently Ramadan is a tremendous opportunity A tremendous opportunity for an individual to gain good for himself There's a hadith that comes in Ibn Majah With an authentic chain On the authority of Talha bin Ubaidillah Which outlines and illustrates How awesome How great is the opportunity that one is afforded in the month of Ramadan. An Talha bin Ubaidillah ta'ala anhu anna rajulaini min baliyin qadima ala rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa kana islamuhu ma jami'a that there were two men who came from this famous tribe. And they came forward to the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and they accepted Islam at the same time. فَكَانَ أَحَدُهُمَا أَشَدِّ اشْتِهَادًا مِنَ الْآخَرِ And one of the two, he was more hardworking than the other. He excelled more in his ibadah than the other. فَغَزَّ الْمُشْتَهِدِ مِنْهُمَا فَاسْتُشْهِدَ So the one who was hardworking from amongst the two, he went out and he fought jihad fi sabirillah. And he died. He went out and he fought jihad fi sabirillah. And he died as a martyr. ثُمَّ مَكَثَ الْأَرْضَ الْآخَرُ بَعْدَهُ سَنَةِ And then his companion in which he accepted Islam with, he lived after him, he stayed upon the earth after him for one year. And then he passed away as well. His companion, who wasn't as hard working, he lived for another year 
after him, after his companion who was hardworking and died in jihad. And then the one who was not as hardworking, he passed away a year later. قال طلحة رضي الله تعالى عنه طلحة he said فرأيت في المنام he said so in a dream I saw بين أنا عند باب الجنة فإذا هم خرج خارج من الجنة وأذن للذي توفي الآخر منهما ثم خرج فأذن للذي استشهد ثم رجع إلي فقال ارجع لم يأني لك بعد طلحة he said so I saw in a dream that I was with them and we were at a gate or at a door from the Jannah we were at a gate from the Jannah he said I saw in a dream that I was with these two and we were at a gate of Jannah and then they came out one from the Jannah and he permitted the one who died last from the two he permitted the one who died last from the two the one who wasn't as hard working he permitted him entry into Jannah first then he came back out and he permitted the one who died in Jihad then he per- per- permitted him to enter second then he came back out to me and he said go back you don't have allowance to enter yet because it wasn't time for Talha to die so when Talha woke up in the morning time he began to tell the people about his dream so they became amazed and astonished by this so this reached the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the narration, it was recited and narrated unto the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. فَقَالَ sallallahu alayhi wa sallam مِنْ أَيِّ ذَلِكَ تَعْجَبُونَ So the Prophet sallallahu he said to them, which part of this makes you amazed? What part of this causes you to be astonished? So they said, Ya Rasulullah, هَذَا كَانَ أَشَدَّ الرَّجُلَيْنِ اجْتِهَادًا ثُمَّ اشْتُهِدًا وَدَّخَلَ هَذَا الْآخَرْ جَنَّةً قَبْلَةً They said, O Messenger of Allah, this one from amongst the two men, he was greater in his acts of worship. He was more hardworking, more diligent in his acts of worship. And then he died in the way of Allah. But the other one entered to Jannah before him. The Prophet he said, He asked him, he said, Did not the one who entered first who, was, who wasn't as hardworking, did he not live after his companion for one whole year? They said, certainly, yes, certainly. قال, so the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi said, فَأَدْرَكَ رَمَضَانَ فَصَامَ وَصَلَّى كَذَا وَكَذَا سَجْدَةً فِي السَّنَةً 
He said, and did they not reach a Ramadan? Or did he not come upon him a Ramadan? Wherein he fasted and he prayed this and that from the prayers throughout that year? Did they not come to the one who was not as hard working? An extra Ramadan in his account because he lived for a year after? Qalu Bala. They said, certainly. Qala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, فَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا أَبْعَدُوا مِمَّا بَيْنَ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ He said, in verily that which is between the two of them is further in distance than the distance between the heavens and the earth. What separated between the two? The one who was hard working and he died in jihad. And the one who wasn't as hard working and he died a year after his companion. What was the difference between the two? Was that he lived for a year after him and he reaped the rewards of the month of Ramadan that his companion was deprived from because he died a year prior. So much so that the Prophet Sallallahu he said that the difference between the two of these, the one who died in jihad and the one who reaped the reward of Ramadan is like the is greater than the distance between the heavens and the earth. This gives you an indication of the reward that one may attain in this month of Ramadan. So with this being the case, we cannot afford to miss out on benefiting from Ramadan. We cannot afford to miss out on benefiting from, from Ramadan. So take advantage of this Ramadan because you may not live to see all of it. You may not live to see another one. Take advantage of this Ramadan. Take advantage of this Ramadan because we cannot afford to miss out on the benefit of Ramadan. أَقُولُ قُولِ هَذَا وَاسْتَغْفَرَ لِي وَلَكُمْ وَأَقِيمُ الصَّلَاةِ وَإِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ تَنْهَى عَنِ الْفَشَاءِ وَالْمُنْكَرِ